Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the Dynasty Wonderland podcast. That's right. Thank you for joining. Uh, and, and, you know, me, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK, by my side, as always, Mr. Aaron Stewart, the salary captain, the March Heron. And we're here to chat some Monday night football. And so, Mr. Aaron, how goes it, buddy? Yeah, I am doing good. You know, a good old Monday night football game. Delayed, of course. I kind of, it did ruin it a little bit. I was like, ah, oh, man, I'm ready for some football. Like, let's end this Monday, Monday on the right note here. But, you know, you know, we still got a game. Still got a game. It's fun yep. to watch. Like I say, we, this, this is what we get to do for a side job is watch football. Talk yes. about football. Talk about, about football. football. Mm-hmm. I love it. Can't go wrong with it at all, my friends. So, mm-hmm. so the Monday night game, like you said, delayed. But uh, we got into it. Chargers came out firing, just firing. And uh, slowed down a little bit in the second half. And, uh, you know, Raiders attempted a little bit of a comeback. But, uh, you know, Chargers offense, man. Whew. Whew. I love watching it. Although, it was, it was a big Austin Eckler show tonight, obviously. Uh, 117 yards rushing, 28 yards receiving, and a touchdown. Two touchdowns total, one rushing, one receiving. Just killed it. Um, and then other than that, Jared Cook was the leading receiver. Oddly enough, six for 70 and a touchdown. <laughs> so there's a Jared Cook sighting. And uh, <clears throat> Mike Williams, after the big game last week, not so much this week so you know there you go everybody was like oh fucking mike williams yeah he can do that he just not very consistently (laughs) and so that kind of continues but um hey man it's a potent offense uh dude can spread it around so you're gonna have games like this and you know even keenan allen 11 targets seven receptions only 36 yards so you know kind of kind of weird but hey it's uh they're fun to watch, man. I'll say that much. And and then I guess my the only other thing I was gonna mention about this is I did, you know, I love me some Brian Edwards, but I feel like it's just not happening. Um, and like Hunter Renfro is really, if you look at it, really kind of the guy. I mean, he's the one getting the targets aside from Waller, you know. I mean, and and then they're trying, they're pushing to get rugs involved, obviously, first rounder. And uh, it almost feels to me like Edwards is just kind of like because Waller is such like the dominant guy there, like it's I don't I don't even know if Edwards could become something unless Waller were hurt or something. You know what I mean? Because it's all almost feels like Waller has his role and then they want to use rug use rug speed and then they have Renfro. Like, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. So that was kind of my thoughts on the game. I really enjoy the Chargers, potent offense, um, but does like to spread it around, kind of like some of the teams we talked about yesterday, and then the whole Brian Edwards thing. So, sorry, I really meant to let you speak first. I don't know how I did. I don't mean to be an ass. (laughs) But, but, yeah, I I just went right into it. So those are my thoughts. You you go. You read a tech tech, buddy. I got some things to add. Uh, First off, with the Hunter Renfro, I mean, it's not – a fantasy play but it was still really awesome there was a punt return play that the Raiders were they were lined up Renfro was lined up to receive the punt and all of a sudden the Chargers punter did a fake punt pass that oh, yeah. 
was almost completed and, and got knocked, knocked away by Renfro. But the really impressive part on this was the Chargers only had, sorry, the Raiders only had 10 players lined up, including oh, Renfro. And they didn't have, would it be a gunner if it's on the punt return team? But, you know, the person that would be lined up opposite the gunner. And right. Renfro saw that they only had 10 guys. And you can, you, you can see, I forget which site this does, where you see the, like the little dots with the names of the players and they're actually moving. And you yeah. see him moving before the play starts where he's going from a punt return position where he is running towards the gunner because he sees this happening already and is able to make a tackle, <laughs> a tackle that allowed the pass to not be complete and force uh, a turnover there. So just- That's pretty awesome. Such a smart freaking football play. I know what play you're talking about. Slow. Yeah. Didn't, real, didn't didn't realize that was Renfro. I, it was Renfro. I've had a lot yeah. going on today. Yeah, that's awesome. Just nuts, just nuts, just a good like football player. And <laughs> that's awesome. And you're right, like this Raiders passing offense. Like, there's two guys that are going to get theirs: Darren Waller, because of course, athletic freak tight end. Mm-hmm. Not really got to say anything else on that. Everyone, everyone knows Waller. And then Renfro is that's Derek Carr's security blanket. Yeah. Always going to catch those short passes. And that touchdown he caught was also impressive. Like, so he has definitely earned like the role that he has. I think Renfro, eight targets. Yeah, eight targets, yeah. Waller, seven. They combined for roughly half the targets in, in this game. That's about right. Like on a typical Raiders game. Yeah. Super annoying to see Josh Jacobs get five targets because he turned that into 17 yards. And oh, Brian Edwards like, had four, but only caught one. And, and for four yards and so yeah. you're right like brian edwards edwards is mm, it takes like the perfect matchup for you to play brian edwards because there just isn't enough there there just isn't enough because renfro and waller the the two main guys there jacobs and, and the running backs usually it's drake drake invisible in this game uh i think he yeah he had a, a two-yard carry but you know the <laughs> The running backs are usually going to catch a few passes, and Ruggs is definitely more involved. So, yeah, uh, with Edwards, I don't know. Like, it depends. Depends on your league. If you have three benches, sure. I mean, he's a high upside guy, but I don't know when you start him. Switching over to the Chargers, the offense, what I do like about an offense like this is they could beat you in so many ways. Like this right. game was primarily Austin Eckler, but also the tight ends. We didn't even mention Donald Parham did a Donald Parham thing where he got targeted in the red zone and he caught a touchdown. That's yep. that's basically been his his role for the past two seasons is get to the red zone, the six eight tight end, throw it up there. He can use the height that you can't teach football players. Right. He came down with one. Uh, the receivers, though, yeah, you're right. Like Williams and Keenan Allen combined for eight catches and 47 yards. Ooh, <laughs> rough. And I can't help but go. Like going into Monday Night Football, technically, Mike Williams was wide receiver one in points per game. It was like mm-hmm. 25.8. Cooper Cup was 25.7. Obviously, one catch for 11 yards. Right. That's going to drop. Of course. And he made he was one of the five receivers that was averaging 20 fantasy points per game. I think he's actually gonna fall out of that because of the one catch for 11 yards. So yeah. now there's four, maybe Williams. If Williams makes it, it's like right at 20, 20 points per game. Mm. And I mentioned that because 
it's not really for the game, but I I was going through player profiler and I can't help but get this feeling like we've seen this before several times. Well, not several times. Like the, his performance this year is reminding me of Devonte Parker. Like his final, like you know, his big breakout season, year five. Like this is year five for Mike Williams, and mm. can it happen? Sure, but like Parker never got anywhere close to to that year again. And I'm concerned because if I'm in a dynasty league and I got Mike Williams, I'm shopping him. Maybe not after this game. You, you know, you're hoping that he has one of those other big performances again, right. and then you can shop him. I don't want to keep him long term. Like I no. just, I don't even have him rostered. I don't think in any ways. I get the sinking feeling. Like he would have been, he would have been a perfect like buy low in Dynasty. He, you can start him. He's putting up all this production, but quickly flipping him. I just, ugh. this is Devonte Parker. This is Corey Davis. It's just those players can have the big breakout season, but they're not going to sustain it if they were able to. To, to sustain it, they would have done it at a younger age. So right. Dynasty Leagues, be wary of Mike Williams. And that's all I got for this one. Just fun game, yeah. fun game. And the Raiders are, it's, I know I've been hating on them, but they're not quite there yet. It, some promising moments, something to build on. But yeah, people that were like top 10, no, they're not top 10 team yet. Not top 10. No. And, you know, I think when we talked about them, we had, we started to say, hey, we got to start taking the Raiders for real. And they've got some productive fantasy options and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, you know, yes, no reason to get overexcited. (laughs) And uh, so, but the Chargers, man, they, uh, they definitely look like a, they're going to be in contention to the end. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but uh, all right. <clears throat> so Monday night's out the way week four officially in the books. We move on to week five and to start week five on Thursday night, we have another Los Angeles team, the Rams taking on the Seahawks in which, you know, what a fun division. We talked about this mm-hmm. yesterday, the NFC West, the wild, wild West. And uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of excited for this one, obviously, because th- this should be another good primetime game. And well, I think, you know, most tend to, including myself, I fall into this, tend to think the Rams have, you know, a pretty good defense because they have Aaron Rodgers and stuff like that. I mean, um, you know, it shouldn't have been that surprising that the Cardinals had success again. I mean, the Bucks had success against them. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like, uh, you know, they had a rough game offensively, but I feel like it'll be a bounce back. The Seahawks are trying to keep their momentum going so they don't fall too far behind, fall too far down in the division. And uh, so I feel like this could be another high scoring affair. Uh, because we know the C- Seahawks don't have a defense, really. So, so you know, the, the Rams are going to cut. They're going to be pissed. All right, let's go put up some points in Seattle. And, uh, yeah, I think we're going to have a high-scoring affair. Um, as mentioned yesterday, Russell just not off to that MVP type of season that we thought might happen, specifically me. It's more someone else in the division. I'm Mr. Kyler Murray. Yes, that's right. 
but yeah, that's kind of, damn it. I did it again. I just went right to the game and started going, <laughs> Aaron, give me some, give me some of your yeah. thoughts. Oh, no, then you're, you're all good, man. I, I think uh, in looking at this game, I'm with you. I sit there and I go, these Thursday night games are so unpredictable because it's such a short week. Like both teams played the late Sunday games. So what, like Mondays, you're usually not practicing as a team. You know, mm. you're recovering, especially the fact that they both had late or later Sunday games. Neither right. one of them played the 12 p.m. game. And and I am concerned because I'm like, man, these teams are going to be worn down. And that's going to be a problem for Seattle that was already struggling for defensive talent. And it's like, geez, you're worn down. And the Rams could probably get by with the fact that you got, you got the two studs, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. The, right. the key thing for people to look at in this game is really monitor those practice reports, the players that have been practicing, the players that are banged up, because a few weeks ago, we had it with Saquon Barkley where, you know, it's just like, hey, if there's a player that's dealing with an injury, temper expectations. It's mm. really freaking hard to prepare to play for a Sunday game where you're going you are going to war. Like it is, this is a gladiator sport that we all enjoy. I, there's a reason I'm not putting on pads. Like I, I'd get killed out there. So there are guys that are dealing with some injuries. I know Lockett had the week prior. What was it? Was it his ribs? He, he dealt with an injury and it's, yeah, and I should know quiet. since I do the infirmary. You do the infirmary. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe and remember, but yeah, I think it yeah. might've been ribs. Right. And, and I am concerned with Seattle's lack of firepower because what's, what's the status with Gerald Everett? Wasn't he, was he, did he test positive for COVID or was it just one of those precautions? I never know. No, I believe this. he tested positive if I remember oh, right, man. but he went to the COVID list and he, that he basically had really, I think no chance of playing Sunday, but I think he could be back. Um, but if he tests positive for COVID, it's like even if he plays in this game, he hasn't even done anything <laughs> this right. this year. Better weeks are ahead, but yeah, I sit there and go, a Rams defense that already has Jalen Ramsey, that him alone can whoever they put him on, he can he can neutralize whoever they they put him on. I mm. yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, I, I don't see how Seattle, even with home field advantage, I don't see how they remain competitive. It is a divisional game. Those games are, I despise betting on these games. Right. I'm with you. Rams, Rams to win. Sorry. I went yeah. too long on this one. Um, and it's a hip injury for Tyler Lockett, by the way. It's got the hip injury, not the, but I'm with you or, uh, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm, going Rams here, but I feel like it's, it is going to be high school because those divisional games are crazy. Mm -hmm. And I like Seattle, just, they have to find a way and they, they've got the weapons on offense and it's in Seattle. That place is fucking loud. That can make a difference. So I do feel like Seattle is going to be able to hang in there, but uh, um, yeah, I don't see that. They're just, you know, I've talked about rest before 
Love the dude, despite his goofiness, would like to see this team do well. And I really thought they would this year. Uh, but yeah, they've, they, their defense is just a, and like, it, it, it's, and it's almost like there's an issue with their offense. I don't know. It's, it's a very weird team. That's why I call it uh, the, the, our yesterday's pod, uh, weirdness abound, because of all the times I said weird. <laughs> because it to me uh, it, it has been kind of a weird season and maybe it just is to me there's lots of weird things going on in the world so it's like football is kind of weird too but I don't know um Seattle being in the position they're in is kind of weird like you know I I just expected more and so we'll, we'll see what they do here they did uh you know get the win last week and uh so or, you know, just a couple of days ago, I should say. And so we'll see, we'll see how, but I'm excited because, you know, again, like you said, division games, you never know what to expect. This shit's crazy. So I'm down. I am down. All right. Well, Mr. Aaron, before we get out of here, do you have anything else? Any final thoughts? Well, I just got to plug it. make sure that if you're listening to the show, whether it's YouTube, whether it's podcast on any of the platforms, Spotify, cast box anywhere that you listen to your podcasts subscribe follow give a thumbs up please it it helps it helps and sometimes you know just for for ryan and i it's just Mm. nice to see that sometimes there's some appreciation you know we do this because we have fun and but you know what it's a it's a party it's a a tea party here and and also there's gonna be some bonus content well the continuation of what i did last week you know and and I think Ryan's also going to bring pod two. We're going to do some solo pods, some short ones. I'm targeting about 10 minutes for another pod I'm going to do where I'm going to look at guys that I'm not going to give the obvious waiver wires. I'm hoping to dig a little deeper to go, okay, let's just say that you want to kind of add some depth to your team because guess what? Bye weeks are around the corner and injuries happen. And sometimes weird stuff happens like Tyson Williams, just no longer a thing anymore. And you know what? It, it's never the top waiver claims. It's not really the Chuba Hubbard, Chuba, Chuba Hubbard pickups that that help. It's getting those guys, those under the radar guys that you can stash on your bench. And then they have their big breakout game, and you're like, huh, I've already got them before they become one of the top waiver guys. So hoping to have a quick little show for waiver wires on my end. I think you've also got a show that you're gonna be looking at adding for the listeners too, right? That's right. The infirm. I remember when did I mention? I think I might have mentioned it last week. Didn't get around to it, but you know, just uh, basically, kind of a infirm a video form of the infirmary report, but not basically exactly what I will be writing about. So finding ways to make it a little bit different as well. But yes, I will have that coming in the next week or two. The infirmary report video version so i'm excited to do that love it love it love okay. it so that's going to get us up to five videos a week i know of various we're links. crazy we're crazy all for we're the mad audience. you might say we're mad <laughs> that is right okay and i love the monday shows because they're just they're, they're nice not that i don't like the other shows and chatting with you and talking with you but uh you know it's also we are doing a lot so it's nice to get a short show in there especially when we both got other stuff to record speaking of extra pods if you want to check out my non sports 
pod because I don't stick to sports. The Miscellaneous Debris Podcast. Check that shit out. Same place you find this one. So <clears throat> as of that, well, with that said, I should say, I don't even that I want to blame the medicine, but I can't, I don't really think it's the medicine. I think I'm just fucking out of it from the <laughs> it's just weird. I'll use that word again, couple of days, but oh, okay, we're, we're, we're moving on. We're getting the hell out of here. If I can remember, if I set the music up, for, there we go, people. Goodness gracious. Oh, thanks, Madcaps. Appreciate y'all joining us on this lovely Monday. Hope y'all enjoyed the game. And good luck Thursday. Hope you have a good start to week five. Enjoy Rams and Seahawks. And play them motherfuckers. Adios, Aaron. Madcaps. We'll chat with you next time. Yeah, I'm talking out here. Like us. And I 